0: Listening to the Personal Profitability Podcast, where you'll learn how to earn income, live better, and put your money to work for you. Here's your guide on your path to personal profitability, Eric Rosenberg.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the Personal Profitability Podcast. Coming to you today live from the Trade King podcasting stage at FinCon 2016. We're here in San Diego. We're out. This is the first time I've ever recorded a podcast episode outdoors. Have you guys ever done that before today? No, but isn't it awesome? It's It's awesome. awesome. We're here in the sunny San Diego sun. I can see like a giant battleship across the bay here. We're We're at the Sheridan Hotel. Right on the water. It's pretty awesome. And sitting next to me, we have one person you know, one person you're about to know. Kathleen is sitting next to me, formerly O'Malley. I think she was still an O'Malley when we recorded the first time. I
2: think so. She's since gotten
1: married and has a new last name. No, it's the Witness Protection Program. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. She had to change her name. (laughs) That's right. When your name's O'Malley, you might be connected. So you can find Kathleen if you go back into the podcast archives. I think it was one of the first five episodes with Kathleen on. And she's a, uh, I used to be a Portlander at that time. She was in Portland with me. I've left Portland. She still lives there. It's Town. an awesome city.
2: Town's not big enough for the both of us, though. I know.
1: It's, I, my ego's too big. <laughs> I, had to, I had to head out. And next to Kathleen is Joe Saul Seahide. I have known for many years, thanks to FinCon. I've always wanted to have him on the show, but our timings never worked, and we've tried to be on each other's shows. And I was going to say. And we're doing it right now. We are here together. We even had a time last week where
3: you're supposed to come on Stacky Benjamins I invited you. You were there, and uh, I wasn't there.
1: Yeah, it was—it was like a, <laughs> a a black hole of Skype. It was so bad. Wasn't listening to me, it was so bad. <laughs> and
3: you invited us on anyway. Thank you.
1: Uh, so, so Kathleen and Joe are business partners. They run stacking Benjamins together. They both had a really unique journey, totally different from each other's. I mean, Joe lives in a place called Texarkana. I've been there. Would you say it's a place you could skip, Joe, living it, no, there yourself? No, you it's no absolutely. It's gorgeous.
3: Vacation destination,
1: <laughs> if you come, Mom and I will take you to both restaurants. They're both good. <laughs> it is right on the border of Texas and Arkansas, which is kind of fun. Like, There's not so many cities you can like cross a state line when you're in town. I mean, Portland's kind of one, being right on the edge of right. uh, Washington. There's Kansas City, you can go between Missouri and Kansas. Um, Missouri is obviously the better side because they have more liberal drinking laws. <laughs> um, but uh, no, what I, of our... Kansas One of our biggest
3: events in, in in town is seriously, it's a half marathon that I helped put on called Run the Line, and they're just selling the fact that you run half of it in Arkansas and
1: half of it in Texas. <laughs> so if you
3: ever want to run in both Arkansas and Texas, which I know Eric Rosenberg, you wanted to do.
1: I said the, the only time you'll catch me running is if my my ten month old crawls away right, really quickly. Right. I'll, I'll run after her. Here, there's a there's a marathon. I know you're into running, Joe, in Denver where I grew up. That's called the Colfax Marathon. And Colfax is the longest through street in the United States. It cuts the whole way through the Denver metro area. And there's a marathon that is on that street. <laughs> I've and heard it's so this. long, you don't have to turn.
3: It's unbelievable. And, wow. Yeah, you're not going to... If you get lost, you're a
1: moron. It goes through some good... <laughs> yeah, totally. It goes through some good parts of town, some less good parts of town. But it goes by some really good bars. So if you get tired along the way, there's a place called the Funky Buddha. You could grab a Belgian... And, uh, and keep running. I don't I've know. I made that
3: mistake. Run a marathon once. You know, there's always people out on the side with beers. And I had one. Bad idea. It's uh, so Like, I, your marathon is officially pretty much over.
2: Can you imagine doing a marathon at altitude, too?
3: I know.
1: I, I, can, I used to bike ride at altitude, but I lived there. So right. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> now I, huff, I go visit my parents. I huff and puff going upstairs. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little different. but um, so So, can you let's start with you, Kathleen. Just a quick recap since you've been on the show before your journey, how you started blogging, and kind of the, the version of how you got up to the point before you started working together with Joe.
2: Sure. I started blogging in 2011 uh, and was one of those people who was blogging their way out of debt. So I was posting net worth updates and talking about different strategies to earn more, and it was very much a Dear Diary type post. I, I, I kept writing week after week on that and decided once I got out of debt that it was not really that interesting. My my money uh, situation became pretty boring. I started saving a bunch of money. I saved half my income. That was awesome. interesting.
1: Saving half um, your income is a big deal.
2: It is. Yes. It is. It is. But I got to the point where I just didn't feel like writing about money anymore because it no longer consumed me.
1: And yet here you are at a financial blogging conference.
2: And that's sort of how we started partnering. I was telling Joe one day we were in a mastermind group together and I said, I don't, I I don't think Frugal Portland should be a place where I'm talking about debt. Frugal Portland should be a place where you go to learn really fun things that don't cost that much money in Portland. And I'm scared to make that transition because what does that mean for me? And he gave me some really good advice because what I really like to talk about is blogging. I like to help people blog. I like to help people make money on their blogs. I like to help them with their social media. I like to teach people about all the tools I've learned. So I have another site called For Profit Blogging that does... All of that. Which
1: is an excellent resource, especially if you're starting up a new website. Definitely check that out, forprofitblogging.com. <laughs> Thank you. And, and sign up for all of the things she recommends with her affiliate link. If <laughs> I <laughs> recommend the same thing, then use mine. <laughs> but otherwise, use Kathy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got to the point where we were both at a point where we were doing okay, not great. And we realized, at least I did, that working together we would be greater than the sum of our parts.
1: So pause that thought, flipping to Joe, your background, your story, what led you up to, and you had multiple sites, you had the free financial advisor, you had podcasts, you've done all sorts of things, you've been, you've you had as much online ADD as me in, in starting new <laughs> right, projects. Right, right. So what's, how did you get up to the point? Where you and Kathleen started working together. I started
3: off blogging with another partner, the guy who's still on our podcast. We call him O.G. The other guy, working certified financial planner, but wanted to be mostly anonymous. And so uh, he and I were working together. What I found was as I got enveloped more and more into the job, and I really liked it. That I was working a ton, he was working hardly at all, and I realized that I had the wrong partner. And so, and it really ended up being just me working by myself. Was and it a
1: when you realized that, did you? How, how did you handle that with the partner? How did, how was that conversation? I I think I'm pretty blunt.
3: I mean, I think <laughs> I, I, I. It's funny. I had an assistant when I was a financial planner. I had an assistant, and somebody went up to Susan, my assistant, and said, uh, "I'm not sure what Joe's thinking." And she starts laughing. She goes, "Really? Just ask him." Because <laughs> he just wears it right here. So but I just told him, I said, and, and yeah, I said, I don't think this is working. I said, I think we're going to create a new company, and that was Stacking Benjamins. I think I'm going to create a new company, and, um, and that company I will own. And if you want to work, that's fine. And because I was already doing all the work, it was my way of just just getting out of, out of that re- relationship. While still having a relationship, the funny thing is, is that now uh, we do the podcast together, he and Kathleen and I... Are all partners on just the podcast part, and when it's the three of us, he's fantastic, and he really kind of pulls his weight on on just that part.
1: But well, when sometimes, we the, sometimes you have to find everyone has complementary and, and right. different talents and abilities, and sometimes right. someone ends up in the wrong role, and, that, and that's okay. The trick is finding the right role and making it work for everybody. Yeah, and my
3: biggest thing, Eric, was that I have some very glaring weaknesses. I have some nice strengths, but I also have some very glaring weaknesses and he wasn't covering up my weaknesses and i really needed to have a partner that that would be you know protect my blind side and i could protect their their blind side so i really needed for that reason too to, to so i think when you go into a partnership you have to think a lot about you, you got to be really clear about your own weaknesses which i think a lot of us we kind of fool ourselves that our weaknesses aren't our weaknesses I think you gotta be kind of when I said I'm blunt, you gotta be blunt with yourself and go, No, you really suck at that. It's
1: really hard when your weakness is like me, where you're just too good looking. That's right. <laughs> it's horrible. And other people feel bad. It's a
3: curse. And, yeah.
1: <laughs> so so you started working together. How long ago did you say, All right, let's do this, let's dive in?
2: What's funny is it took a long time to get there, but once we had a conversation about it, it was like overnight.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was like three weeks.
3: We were all set up with a brand new LLC and um, What state did you register in?
2: Um Oregon. Okay. <laughs> Not sure I would recommend that yeah, over Texas, idea.
1: but let's say like there's some <laughs> states in the South that don't believe in taxation in the same way that Oregon does. Yeah.
2: You're right about that. Um <laughs> but but we're we're registered in Oregon. Or we're right sitting now. here in
1: California where I have to pay an eight hundred and fifty dollar franchise tax to exist in this state as a business okay if well, I make zero dollars I, I have to pay them about a thousand dollars that's All your right. sun,
3: sunshine tax
1: yeah it's, it's because it, you're paying for the weather right I guess. you're exactly. not paying for the water <laughs> you don't have any of that Yeah, that's yeah. a good point you're not paying for the uh, open freeways because there's always traffic yeah I, mean, I just said freeway i guess i've lived here long enough the dialects picked up i used to say highway oh. i was like i'll never say freeway and I live right next to a highway that I now call The 101. Ah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't take I-5 here. I took The 5. I actually took yeah. the train. but You're, I would have taken The 5. You otherwise. would have taken The 5. The 5, yeah, yeah. It's a Southern California dialect thing. Anyway, I digress. We'll <laughs> continue talking about business and not weird California dialects. <laughs> so we started working together. When you initially started, how did you decide how to break out which role each of you were responsible for? And how did you come to an agreement on the financial side? Of, was it going to be sixty forty? Was it going to be fifty fifty? And what, you know, what what was your thought process and conversation that led you to making those decisions?
2: You know, I wish it was more complicated than it was because yeah. the thing that flipped
1: a Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: not e- it was it was something that not even that. It was just that. We the reason we partnered together is because we don't have very many skills in common. The one thing we're both good at—I guess two things—we're both good at writing and marketing. But everything and else. Apparently, talking. No, I don't. I'm not on our podcast. I am not as good
1: at talking. You're on my podcast, so you won't even do your own. But you're here doing <laughs> my shit
2: We all know our own skills. We all have our own strengths, and so I think. It, it came really naturally. The things that I really like doing happen to be the things that Joe hates doing. So there, it it didn't you hate even. You
1: Pinterest, Joe?
3: I it, it isn't that I hate Pinterest. I don't understand it. It's right? Like, I just I just don't. And I pin stuff, and and I'm not I'm not great at it because I don't go there.
2: No, you like, don't I pin under- stuff anymore. No, I <laughs> You're not allowed.
3: I, right, that's right, because we have somebody else who's much better at that than me. But before I would pin stuff, but I never went there, so I didn't get the culture. I didn't get the, like, is it like, you know, Twitter I get, Facebook I get, because I'm there. And podcasts I get because I listen to podcasts. So and that was cool too because Kathleen is at Pinterest. She loves Pinterest. She does that that all the time.
1: Yeah. It's surprisingly, not only for wedding planning and deciding what color to paint your room, Correct. believe it or not, and Picking the right. uh, dessert for your bridal shower. Yeah, bacon desserts shower. are really yeah. important, though. Can I talk
3: to the income piece though? When you ask like like how to, so I am not, I am not money motivated. I'm motivated to make sure that something works and it works long term. So there were two things for me. Number one was I. I was hoping that Kathleen would want to just go fifty-fifty, because sometimes I'm going to be on, sometimes she's going to be on, and you know what? We're going to rely on each other. And it's not a I'm on this week, so why the hell aren't you on next week? It's it's got to be that. So do you I,
1: do you both feel that having that fifty-fifty gives you more motivation to work harder?
2: Yes. Because yeah. you're trying to pick yeah. up the
1: slack for both sides, not just your own.
2: Yeah, and he's right too. Because what we did was we combined all of our properties into one LLC. So that was another
3: hard thing. <laughs> well, because of the fact, because of the fact that that uh, uh, Kathleen had stuff that I wasn't even involved in. I had
1: stuff she wasn't involved in. That feel like and giving up autonomy over your baby. You well, do give up autonomy.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing that happened was at first. I would be working on this side project, and I felt like I was apologizing to Kathleen that I'm working on this thing that she's not being paid on, and then she's working on something else that I'm not being paid on. So I said, you know what? We just got to tie our destinies together.
2: Yeah, and it's right. I mean, when you partner with somebody, you do give up autonomy, but and you give up potential revenue, right? You give up... Every website has a lot of potential, but...
1: What's Unless you get hammered by by a cute animal that starts with a P by Google, <laughs> like a panda or a penguin, and then you have no potential. You have not <laughs> round out the P's, zero. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, yeah, true. Um, <laughs> but one of the things that was, yeah, initially kind of hard because we did both have different projects in the works. But then once we started talking about priorities, it made it so much easier because now we have shared goals and having one shared goal which right now is a podcast number having that really helps focus the
1: download number that's yes that.
2: um that's the primary objective absolutely and so you know entrepreneurs are all shiny object chasers so it's it's great you know joe i saw this shiny object i want to chase and he's like okay hey, put it on the list and we can talk about it after we hit our number because the and it's so helpful it's like almost freeingly helpful because like like you know there's so many things you could be doing but if you use all your energy to focus on one thing you you get there a lot faster that
1: is full of well, my wife calls it my squirrel problem we're like driving down the road and we'll be like talking about something or even like be sitting at home in our kitchen talking about something and I'll just like jump thoughts, so they're like squirrel, <laughs> like like in that movie that I watched the cartoon. In the we dog. are so like but uh, uh okay. but so like but it's true, like with with being online, there's so many things you could do. I mean, just with one podcast website, there's like nine hundred things we could probably come up with a list of right now right. that are potential to dos. Right? right. So so setting that goal and sticking to it sounds like that really helps make the partnership work better too because it, does. it helps you both stay focused and keeps you from you know, chasing your shiny objects in your swirls that you might have started chasing without each other.
2: I agree with that.
3: It worked better it worked better over time. Yeah like, like we're we're better now than we were when we were here last year. We were pretty good last year, but um but we're better now. I, I think the big thing when we committed to like a weekly meeting that that where we didn't just talk about like what we had to do that week, but what like our you know, the vision stuff we do some case study, you know, sometimes we're going through a book about Disney right now and about customer service. Now they do it. And that type of stuff that really feels, well. well, it feels kind of, you know, warm and fuzzy. But holy cow, the conversations we have now versus the conversations we were having when we first started. I mean, we are really aspirational,
1: I feel like. So what is your, what is your meeting schedule like? Are you doing most things using like a Trello or a sauna, things like that? You we've know, gone through all those. <laughs> or it, there are lots of tools we've tried. You, how do you coordinate together and what is your meeting schedule like for your regular communication? Is it mostly email? Is it phone calls? Is it Skyping? So you one will, of the things... Living across yeah. the country from each other right. two time zones apart. It's not um, It's not like you can you know, walk into the office next door and, and pop in like... But and, it, you know, it feels like that.
2: It does because we use. We don't do a lot of email. One of, one of the things... One of Joe's weaknesses is email. So, so one of, one of the things that I initially had discomfort with was how much we actually talked, and we use a thing called a peer-in where we we turn on each other's cameras, and we it feels like a face to face meeting. And initially, I was pretty uncomfortable You'd with turn that. Turn on the other person's camera. I, well, the 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 website turns on everybody's camera.
1: So you have like. There, there's no like surprise camera turns on here. Like
2: it does, yeah. If you click the link, it says it says you're now getting going into this video chat. Yeah, but both room.
1: of us have to click the, the button, button. Is quick. what Eric's Yeah. Saying. Yes. There's no like. No. There's no remote the I'm going to see what Kathleen's up to. Oh no! 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 <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and then you see Stanley the dog running around. You catch him, uh, <laughs> right? Stanley's Kathleen's. Kathleen,
3: Kathleen's seeing me and the cat in the basement with
1: <laughs> the board games. What what board, what's your favorite games?
3: Uh right now it's Viticulture.
1: I love Viticulture. Now, there's a store. If you're ever up in Portland visiting Kathleen, going to World Domination Summit, whatever happens in Portland, there's a really cool video uh board game store on the east side that has every game you'd have ever Oh, heard we gotta of. go there. It's like See, this, is, this, yeah. is,
3: this is us. This is a squirrel moment like, right here.
1: They have like two thousand, <laughs> three thousand different board yes, games. It's insane.
3: Fantastic. I walked in there
1: and I was like if I only had time to play board games, I would buy and play them all. It's an incredible place. And there's a bar in the back, so you can play uh, and nice. drink on site. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the one-two punch. Everything in Portland has a bar in it. That's one downside of California. There's like I don't get a free beer when I go get a haircut anymore. <laughs> like, I have to... Like, what's up with that? Yeah, like, I don't think I could even bring my beer with if I wanted to. <laughs> you, I don't think they allow that.
3: You walk in with your hand out. Your own on, beer.
1: <laughs> Got my Colt 45,
3: cut my hair. Yeah. Let's do it. So Appear In is something that we use, but you know what facilitates that is Slack. Yeah. I mean,
1: we are heavy is it just the duty. just two of you chatting in Slack all day? Well,
3: no. We have a bunch of different... I mean, if it's podcast related, OG's in those. Our third partner for just the podcast, Richie, who's our producer, Steve, the engineer uh, for the show... Um, I mean, we have multiple to the VA, so we have multiple channels. But we have a, a channel just called "Working On" that is like we're just heavy duty chatting while we're working. Like, what's going on right
1: right now? That's awesome. If you've not heard of Slack, it is a online communication tool that is awesome and can dramatically cut down email. That, that's I think it's its strongest. Or One of its strongest features for my use, um, I'm in a mastermind group, and I used to be in a mastermind group where we'd send a weekly email. But my new mastermind group, we have a Slack channel. We're just always talking. Whatever yeah. anyone's working on, you know, drop in questions, drop in big wins. And um, it's it's great for small to mid-sized teams, I'd say. It's awesome. It's, Steve comes yeah. up with
3: something for the show. He's like, hey, I think this might be a problem, but I'm not sure. Like Maybe we have some innuendo that might not be appropriate. He'll just take that snippet and slack you it to me. You would have me. an
1: innuendo that's not appropriate. Maybe, maybe maybe one or two. I don't believe it.
3: <laughs> and then he uh, and then he or Greg McFarlane said something that wasn't uh, appropriate. That happens, believe it or not. And uh, that's why we
2: have Steve. He's our uh, morality yeah, police. <laughs> but, but
3: Steve will take just a little snippet and slack it to me, and I listen to just that little piece. And it's very quick. Then there's no emailing it to me, and then I see it. You know, four hours later, whatever that might be. I use mostly Google Hangouts to schedule, or not Google, uh, Google Calendar to schedule myself. We've we've used Basecamp. I use Basecamp off and on. Kathleen uses it much
1: more rigorously than I do. I tried Basecamp, but it was uh, it never hooked me the same as Asana has been the one that really stuck with me.
2: We tried that one. Yeah, that one didn't work as well for us. Um, I think if I think if I was going to use anything, it would be
3: Basecamp. I go. I would continue doing that. We had more success at Basecamp than anything else.
2: I think so too. Um, the other thing that we just started using because we were working on a presentation together, is a screen sharing device called Screen Hero. So you can call the other person on Screen Hero and it has audio and you share your screen with them, or they can share with you. It's like
1: Camtasia Live?
2: I guess. I like Periscope with a
1: screen. Camtasia is a uh, screen capture and audio video capture tool.
2: Yeah, so this is this is more like tech support, I guess. Like if I were asking how, where how to click something, he could take over. This was we it was cut down on a lot of back and forth when we were putting the final touches on the keynote presentations. Well,
1: that's great. So, since you've been working together, has the net net result been a Total increase from all of the stuff you were working on. Are you about oh, even? Yes. Oh no! Oh, no. immediate. Up.
2: Oh, immediate, and not at all even. It, yeah. Traffic revenue. Yeah. happiness. The, the rising tide. <laughs>
3: I'll like, give you. I'll give you an idea, just from the uh, on the on the podcast front alone. Which you know we have multiple fronts, but just on the Stacking Benjamins podcast in August of last year, we were at about fifty five hundred downloads per episode. By December, we were over eleven thousand downloads per episode
1: and that Do you was mind sharing your target. I know you say you have, you have your one yeah star at the end of the tunnel. We've done the
3: math because we're an advertiser supported show. We've done the math, and forty thousand is what we need like if we get to forty thousand, things are really good financially. The cool thing about our show is it's is it's it's um, I mean the show's based in creativity, so I really like instead of trying to make it sell more. I just try to make it funnier, and and I find the funnier we make it, yeah, the more people energy. download it. It's, uh, yeah,
1: it's not. I'm trying to think of a boring podcast. I don't want to pick <laughs> on anybody. Well, it is indeed. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's very. It's the opposite of hardcore history. Yeah,
3: without being without being you know uh, inflammatory toward anybody else. Like there's podcasts that are really good that are deep. David Stein is here. He has an excellent show called uh, Money for the Rest of Us. His show is the polar opposite of ours. His show is one topic. And he tells a story about it, and it goes into depth. If we ever get deep, we did our show wrong. Like our show is completely <laughs> not meant for that. That's not that's not what we
2: do. We're like cool floaties, yeah. But but what's
3: cool is Eric is that
2: there's I, somebody out
1: there that wants both. That's one cool thing.
3: Yeah, I used to I used to blog. I used to have to handle uh, you know a lot of the background stuff. I'd have to handle the the artwork. I'd have to handle all this stuff that I wasn't good at, and then podcast primarily now. I do the podcast. I mean, I and, and I think that's why we went so uh, up so much was because I got to I got to focus on the one thing. We got a creepy
1: guy. This guy named <laughs> who JD Raw. Up. My, my old friend from Portland just came up. I don't think this extra microphone's on, right? Oh,
0: there we go. I'm not that old. He's not that old, <laughs> but he is
1: a he's a long time uh, FinCon friend who, who actually. Funny story, this is totally sidebarring so to and swirling us.
0: I can turn them off.
1: Well, yeah, hop on. Join us, JD. So, so when I met JD the first time, he has a site, he had a site for a long time called Get Rich Slowly, and it was one of the original personal finance blogs, and it was really because it was one of the originals, it grew, it was very well written, and um, it became like JD was like up on this pedestal. Like he was like one of the hero <laughs> bloggers. And I remember at the very first FinCon, I saw JD sitting in a chair in the lobby and I was too intimidated to come up and say hi. And then we lived in Portland and we became
0: buddies and, <laughs> that's right.
1: and rode it, bikes together. It's because I'm so together.
0: scary and old. That's why you wouldn't say
1: hi. <laughs> no, you're like, like, I mean, you've been blogging since. Like you had to code your blog in HTML. There was no such thing as WordPress or Blogger yet. Back uh, in the day,
0: I was—I've been <laughs> blogging since before "blog" was even a word. Like, I used to blog uphill with no shoes
1: <laughs> through the snow. <laughs> it was horrible. I, blo- I, I blogged uphill both ways. <laughs> <laughs> but it's—it uh, was—it's it's kind of a cool thing. And again, with this pot, this community here at FinCon, uh, which is why I love you know, recording here with, with, with friends like this. You know, JD was this guy I thought was so intimidating. Like this guy's—he like he knows it, he's made it, he's done it. <laughs> and like, well, who am I, this little this little blogger with a site at that point called Narrow Bridge Finance? And now is a friend, a buddy. And and a good person to have a beer with if you ever have an opportunity. But J.D.'s
3: also a guy. We're talking about partnerships. J.D., we're talking about Kathleen and I working together. Yes. You're a guy who's invested more time in partnerships lately. Like, you've been much more about partnerships the last few years, I feel, than ever before. Yeah.
0: I I feel like uh, working with other people is a great way to develop your voice and to uh, grow your ideas, I guess, and find out what you really think. Because when you're able to uh, work with other people you get to like mesh your ideas with theirs and see see where they go in new directions. It's,
3: it's like, like money open,
1: chemistry. And it Man. opened up some cool doors. Uh, you know, a few years ago I went to World Domination Summit in Portland where, where JD lives and Kathleen lives. Now it's like three people do or have lived in Portland at this table then there's the other guy from the <laughs> south. one of these people is not like the other uh, but JD but JD's through, been to through, JD's been to where I live just I, I've, I've been to Texarkana I've been in town <laughs> actually JD hasn't been been I've been to his mom's basement is what he's saying I have never <laughs> been to his mom's basement that's where the that's where the real magic happens that is where the magic happens but uh, JD through, through through a really cool partnership with Chris Gillibo from the Art of Nonconformity the guy who runs WDS has um he came out with with a online course he start, ran a seminar right before world domination summit this year and that all opened up because of partnerships You're working with people in an inclusive collaborative community gives so many more opportunities than you could ever have on your own because
0: how did, can i ask go, a question go,
3: go how did that partnership work how did that go
0: with with chris killable yeah it went great i mean uh it, the whole thing with Chris is, just comes about from saying yes. It, it's one of the things that I preach all the time is say yes to opportunities, say yes to things that scare you. And My
3: wife taught me that. Say yes? Just say yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it's true. I mean, I, I think a lot of times we're scared or uh, nervous about doing new things or meeting new people. And uh, I, I know I was. And uh, I went through this thing in the late 2000s where I, I decided I was going to say yes to things because by saying no, I was just blocking opportunities. And uh, I got this email from this reader who said, hey, I'm going to be in Portland. Can I buy you lunch? And I said, yes. And turned out the reader was Chris Gillibo And uh, it went from just this casual meeting to a productive partnership, uh, creating did, courses, starting a conference. Did you guys set
3: up like a timeline or a time of, a week that you meet? Or
0: Oh, no, no, no. It was just casual stuff. I mean, when, right? when, yeah, absolutely. So whenever uh, he had some sort of idea and needed help, he'd ask me. And if I had an idea and needed help, I'd ask him. So.
3: Sorry, I'm hijacking your show, Eric. <laughs> no,
0: this is great. Welcome, Welcome to, to the
1: I Joe Show it. with Eric Rosenberg. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're actually running low on time, and I'm imagining someone's going to want to use these microphones after us. Already? It's, it's already been that time. We've been hanging out for a little over a half hour here, uh, here chatting. Living the dream. When you're hanging out with friends, Absolutely. time flies. Amen, Amen, brother. So I hope everyone listening, you have all had fun being a, being a part of this with us. Make sure, let's go down the line, start with Kathleen. Say where people can find you online.
2: Online, you can find me at forprofitblogging.com. You can find me if you fill out the contact info at secondbenjamins.com, too.
3: Uh, Stacking Benjamins, the show goes off every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We have another podcast, which is more for this discussion called The Green Room, and it's about the making of the Stacking Benjamins show. We have behind the scenes conversations about no meta. Yeah, I know about decisions we made. And uh, so if you like, like how the. I like startup. You like how the sauce. Happens, you know. Uh, that's how the sauce is made. That's what, and that's that'll what be the need. one you'll
2: hear me more on yes. than the main one. yeah how is the sauce
1: made? Uh, I don't think we want to know the ingredients. Well, of, you know what's funny? It's Not everybody wants to know. <laughs> that's all Special you need sauce. to know, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know
3: the, uh, the the one thing about that show, though, Eric, is that our show is so casual. We actually th- that's engineered, right? And and people don't know that unless they listen to the green room about how engineered that is. So that's our other show, and that's where we listen to podcasts.
1: And JD, our drop-in guests, where should people look online if they want to connect?
0: Uh, If they want to learn about personal profitability, (laughs) they go go to moneyboss.com. Now That's where I write about uh, mastering your money in your life.
1: Great. So thank you so much. Kathleen, Joe, and JD for the drop-in. Thank in. you, man. This <laughs> has been you. fun. Thanks, listeners. If you like the show, make sure to leave a five-star rating on iTunes. <laughs> if you didn't, shoot me an email, com. Let me know what I can do better. I always want to connect with you and hear from you, listeners, because without you, there's no point in doing a show. You make it all fun. So thank you so much for listening to the end. And until next time, stay profitable.
0: Thanks for listening to the Personal Profitability Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating on iTunes or share it with a friend.